Hello, welcome to episode 37 of my art and self-improvement podcast. Hi, I'm Katie. If you're new, I am a life coach and artist. I struggled with depression, self-loathing, anxiety, the works, and it really affected my relationship with my art. And this is my weekly update on what I'm doing to create a better life for myself. Okay, we are going to talk about the topic of the rush to success, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. Oh, and if you would like some help with these concepts and you'd like to know what it would be like to work with me, I do free breakthrough calls, which you can check in the description below. All right, let's get into it. As you know, I'm on this mission to really become the kind of artist that is obsessed with creating art. The last three podcast episodes is a bit of a series on this topic. I realize that I'm getting super excited about drawing and painting and I feel ready to jump into that ball pit, but I'm still not quite painting and drawing as much as I want to. And I realize it's because I hadn't been giving myself enough time or any time really to actually draw and paint that much. And it really brought my attention to how I've been doing my schedule in general. Just day to day, I find myself getting overwhelmed pretty easily. There's so much that I want to do. There's so much that I feel like I have to do. And have you felt this way too? I remember feeling this way a lot when I graduated school, art school. Like, what kind of artist should I be? I was studying to be a concept artist for video games and and visual development as well. And it felt like, at least as a concept artist, you had to be able to draw everything. Creatures, cars, environments, characters, props. It felt like you also needed a degree in engineering and fashion design, design and architecture. I would just get really overwhelmed thinking about what I needed to work on. And whenever a job posting came up, I would scramble to adjust my portfolio to have more characters or more creatures or more environments so that it would fit that description of the job. In the end, I felt like I had a very half-assed portfolio that didn't really fit anywhere. Like it, it didn't feel like this sole connection of like, oh yeah, my portfolio is perfect for this job kind of thing. Or even when I was thinking about improving my art, it would be like, what should I work on first? Do I do per- portraits? Do I draw hands? Do I draw faces? Do I focus on composition? Like where the fuck do I go from here or start even? You know, some of us would start doing those challenges of like a hundred heads and then get bored and start doing hands or other stuff. And social media too, thinking that I need to get on everything. Like I'm on Instagram and then I hear something about Facebook and how, how much traffic there is on Facebook and I would just immediately feel overwhelmed and dejected and thinking that I'm a mess, that I'm not... I'm not doing this right, I'm not on all of it, which would only overwhelm me more, right? A lot of this is coming from a rush to success. I wanted a job so badly. I wanted to prove that I was a real artist so badly, that I was hireable. Anytime you've got a rush to success kind of feeling, it means you're tying your worth to the outcome. And that's never fun. And for me, that created a portfolio that I felt was not the best that it really could be. So this might not be true for everyone. If you're making gigantic leaps doing it all at once, then disregard this message. But if you're not, you need to develop the skills that I'm about to talk about. 
Simplify, constrain, focus. Simplify, constrain, focus. Simplify, constrain, focus. Overwhelm is a lie, okay? When your brain wants to get overwhelmed, it's under this notion that we have to do everything right now and, then, and we can't figure it out, we can't handle it, which is absolutely never true. Nothing is actually overwhelming. You're not gonna die if you don't learn to draw people, places, and things without reference all right now. If you don't know how to draw something, that is not overwhelming. Don't let your brain lie to you. There are baby steps to take. There are solutions if you let yourself think for a second instead of freaking out. Overwhelm is indulgent. It's a lot safer to be overwhelmed than it is to problem solve and then take action. I've recommended the book before called The One Thing in the past. It's great. Such a simple and awesome way to think about productivity. It's actually very relieving to read because the gist of the book is about how actually we don't need to do a ton of things in order to reach our goals. That actually there is just one thing that we do out of everything that we do that gives us the most results. And when people and artists find that one thing and just go all in on that one thing, you reach your goals really fast. So I've been thinking, if becoming this obsessed artist is a priority of mine, what is the one thing I need to do every single day in order to achieve this goal for me? For me, that's giving myself a significant chunk of time every single day to create personal art and not feeling rushed so that I can really give myself this time to explore and dedicate to falling in love with my work. In The Big Leap, the author talks about how we order the things we do in our day by our priorities. We sometimes say something is a priority in our life, but then if we look at the first things we do in a day, it might not reflect that. So I've decided that art has to be one of the first things I do every day. First is workout, then it's my mental health routine because I am nothing without my physical and mental health. And then it's art. I read The One Thing last year and I've created a schedule for myself every week since last year. And I'm finally just starting to get it now. Don't give up. Don't give up applying the things that you learn. I, after that, I listened to a podcast episode by the author of The One Thing. I, I had simple constrained focus as my mantra that I would repeat to myself for months. My coach would remind me on so many sessions, keep things simple, constrain. I had to hear it the thousandth time in another way for myself, from myself and other people for it to become an automatic thing in my mind. Consume, apply, consume, apply. Hear the same concepts in different ways. You're not always going to be completely a different person immediately after you learn something new. It's about application, the reminder, the practice. You're not gonna be perfect. You're probably gonna suck at it at first, but keep applying and keep practicing. It's on a, it honestly feels like heaven that I can think like this in, in an automatic way now. Um, to remove the overwhelm. So now I'm rearranging my schedule so that I can build habits one at a time. 
your habit is your most important thing. Your habit is that one thing for a goal. So your habit is actually more important than your goal. There's this great quote I heard recently, which I'm going to butcher. I don't know if this is exactly what it said, but this is how I heard it. You don't choose your life. You choose your habits, which create your life. Your habits, the thing that you do every day, most of the time, is your down payment for your future life. Your habits take effort to form, right? Like doing something every day that you haven't done before, it takes time to get into it. It takes effort and it's uncomfortable to really like make that a habit. Um, and then once it becomes a habit, it becomes automatic. And sometimes it takes time for the results of that habit to come to you, to come back to you in your life. That's what I mean by it being like a down payment for that future life. And that down payment really is the discomfort that you have to go through in order to form a habit. So when you set a goal, think about the one thing, the one habit that you need to implement in order to achieve it. And then be willing to feel uncomfortable in order to create it. And one at a time, one thing at a time. All right, but this is the other thing that happens to artists when they get overwhelmed. It's because they don't have a goal in the first place. One of my clients was doing something similar to me where she would keep a job posting page open on her computer. She wanted to go for this job that, that was an environment concept artist. So she would start doing environment studies and improving her environments. Then another job opening popped up for a portrait artist. And then she would start doing portrait studies. And as you can guess, she wasn't getting any jobs. Pick one thing. Pick an end goal. If you want to be a character designer, learning to master environments is probably not that important right now. You could do it for fun to change things up once in a while, but you know what your priorities are. It's probably going to be figure drawing, expression, story, and so on. So don't get overwhelmed. This same client really struggled to pick one thing, though. I was, uh, we, I was helping her try and find the one thing to go for, and I get it. I totally understand her. I was there, too. And it's because of this rush to success. Both of us, we wanted to jump at any job. We just wanted a job so badly because getting a job in art meant that we're worthy. And so then we, were, we didn't want to miss out on any opportunity to get our worth, right? One of my acquaintances from art school, he didn't get any jobs when he first graduated school. He wanted to be a 3D artist. So he got a quote-unquote normal job. He lives with his parents and... Right now, he's fully focused on being a 3D vehicle artist. I saw his portfolio recently, I think about a year ago, and damn, like, holy shit, his work is so good. Like, real good. At the time that I saw it, he was still building it. Like, he wanted to add a few more vehicles, and he hasn't gotten a job yet. But dude, once a video game company is looking for someone that will create incredible vehicles, and there will be, this guy has got it. 
he's totally got the job. His portfolio is tailored and absolutely perfect. And now instead of him scrambling and trying to fit his portfolio to all these different jobs, he's now waiting and letting the job come to me, to come to him. Simple, constrained focus, right? And him living in his parents' house, working on his portfolio so that he can get the job of his dreams, he didn't lose any of his worth, right? He's not any less worthy right now. I have another client who's in the trenches right now with this practice of not of, of simple constraint focus, of not getting overwhelmed. He's also a 3D artist and anytime he wants to do something really cool and new and, and something he hasn't done before in the software, he just goes straight to feeling lazy and then doesn't do anything. We discovered that his body is so intolerant to feeling overwhelmed that now it has just skipped it and gone straight to just feeling lazy and tired. Now we've worked so much on his self-awareness and having him really tune in to his body. And so then he can catch himself feeling overwhelmed. And instead of going straight to lazy, he's practicing Okay, all this means is that his brain is lying. This isn't actually overwhelming. It just means that there's something that he needs to break down into baby steps. That's it. So other than being obsessed with art, I'd actually also really like to improve it as well and build my confidence with my art. I remember that I was the most confident in my art in senior year of art school. It was because I was really, really confident in my figure drawing skills. I went to every single figure drawing session that year and I got really, really good. And I knew when I would go to a session that I was going to come out with a good looking drawing, uh, drawings, because I did a lot of gesture drawings. That felt really great. So what's my one thing to achieve this goal of like gaining more confidence? Every day I'm going to practice my gesture drawing skills um, by drawing from this YouTube channel that has models posing for one minute, two minute, five minute, kind of like, you know, a figure drawing session, but in my room. So check out Croaky Cafe, but there's tons of, you know, model videos if you want to do this too. I'm thinking of sharing my best figure every day on Insta Stories. They're gonna suck, but it's okay. And I might share my worst at that session too. But I'm remembering from this, I was able to go through every single figure drawing session because my senior year of school, I had a lot less classes because I took a lot of classes in some semesters. And it's so interesting to me that actually I feel like the year, my senior year, where I had a lot less classes and I could really go in deep on my figure drawing and go to every session, I learned the most at that year where I really took it slow. And in, in the year, in, or in this, the, I'm thinking of this one painful semester where I took one, um, like one more class than like recommended. I took one more class than it was recommended and I was dying. I mean, I was working ridiculous hours. I didn't feel like I was learning much at all. It really felt like I was just getting work out and, and just trying my best to meet deadlines. That's what it felt like. I was just like, it was like, yeah, it was like six, five, six months of just like constant stress, just trying to get, um, you know, approval, like good enough work just so that I could like pass the class. It was exhausting. And 
again, it's coming from this rush to success, right? Like there's this kind of idea that if you finish school early, that means like you're, you're so much, oh, you're such a badass or you're such a good artist or something. And you're definitely going to get like good grades. And so then you're going to get a good job or whatever. Um, I was definitely operating under that kind of belief of like, yeah, it's, it's impressive if you can take, you know, all these classes in one semester and you pass all of them. But I learned not that much. I didn't feel like I really absorbed anything. It just felt like I was under the gun the whole time. And, and the year that I really took my time and wasn't in a rush. And I mean, I guess that was the, that was the, um, the benefit of taking so many classes was that then you senior year, I had very little classes, but I feel like the alternative is just to not have to finish the school in like three and a half years. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to finish it really, really quickly because it seemed more impressive if I did. I, if, if it, if it takes me six years to finish art school and then I really absorbed and learned a lot during those six years, I would a hundred percent redo art school in that way personally. So yes, build one habit at a time. There is no rush to success. So I've let go of all the guilt and shame around not being active on Facebook and not doing all these other things right now. I'm going to do things one at a time. And when I think about it like that, I suddenly feel like I have so much more energy and I can get a lot of things done strangely. I'll get, you know, a groove on the things that I'm building right now. Uh, on the things that I think are going to make the biggest difference right now. And then when I feel like that habits like kind of fully formed, um, then, and I'm doing good there, then I'm going to move on to the next thing. You know, maybe after I feel good around figure drawing, I'd like to improve my color and lighting. And I'll think about what the one thing I need to do every day to improve that at some point. So what you do every single day is what you get good at, whether it's drawing or thoughts. So what you're saying to yourself every single day is what you're going to be getting better at every day. So if you keep calling yourself a failure, it's just because you're good at it. It's not actually true. But if you're repeating to yourself over and over again, simple constraint focus, simple constraint focus, that's going to be, that's going to become a new habit. That's what thoughts are. Thoughts are just habits. Doesn't mean anything about who you are. All right, guys, as usual, I'll keep you updated and I'll talk to you in the next episode. If you would like one-on-one -on -one personalized coaching mindset work around art and, you know, enjoying this so much better and not procrastinating on it and like falling in love with your art, you can look in the description. There is a link to schedule a free breakthrough call with me. All right, see you guys later. Bye.